this you just don't get, huh? Lord, let me know if you got us. Preaching about prophets. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to the goddess. Goddess. Got it. Hello and welcome to the Strong Women Power Half Hour, your podcast to empower, encourage, educate, and support you through your path through womanhood. I'm your host and women's empowerment specialist, Kelly Hickey. I'm the founder and director of Strong Woman Co., a multi-service company all about helping women be their strongest, happiest, and healthiest selves. You can check us out at strongwomenco.com. We offer one-on-one programs, online programs, uh, empowerment and team building workshops and so much more most recently we actually released a new mantra bracelet uh i can't say it on the radio it's because it's got a curse word in it (laughs) but it is says uh uh keep effing going And uh, I'm, I'm on my second bash. These are hand stamped uh, and they're almost sold out already because this keep freaking, I'll say freaking on the radio, keep freaky going. Uh, this is a message that um, it's, it's really kicking into a lot of people because I think uh, that's the message that a lot of us need. Keep freaking going, girl. You've got this. Keep freaking going. Uh, we also offer our free online tribe. Oh my goodness. There's so much love in there. I often have people remark to me about how great the tribe is and how uh, it's the, one of the more active uh, online groups that they see. Of course, that's totally free. I'll put the link in the show notes. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you can just search Strong Women Co. on Facebook, Instagram for daily doses of inspiration, motivation, and encouragement. But I'll put that link in the show notes too. And just a brief announcement. Uh, this has been inspired by some clients' needs um, and we'll be releasing a new program next week week. It's going to be a one-on-one self-love program. It's going to include two different one-on-one sessions, kind of one at the beginning of the program and the one at the end. And there's going to be a month in between. Uh, And that also includes with your one-on-one sessions that could be in Skype uh, or on the phone. Uh, And then you also get a self-love affirmation jar, worksheets, meditations, uh, and all that. And that is for people who are looking to kind of put a restart, a a jump, a a renewal on their self-love. And it's uh, it's one of my my greatest honors to be able to help women um, get to that place where they love and honor themselves because you are awesome. And there is so much of you to love. Uh, Thanks, everybody. If you are a first-time listener welcome 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 uh and if you are a long time listener thank you for tuning on in thanks for all the encouragement thanks for the love uh, i've been getting a lot of feedback on this uh the radio show and podcast uh lately and uh you know especially that last one about um uh, healthy boundaries uh i did d- dig deep and went pretty pretty personal in some of it but I think that was what was helpful to people that's what I got the feedback was anyway because we need to share our stories and that's kind of like what what this whole podcast situation is about it's kind of what feminism is is that your story matters and when you tell your story we can see different pieces of ourselves in that story so it is such an honor to be able to um to facilitate and uh to uh empower in that kind of way 
So thanks for all those supporters. Definitely subscribe. Uh, that helps people find us. We haven't gotten to the enough, the critical number of people subscribing for it to show up uh, in our ratings yet. So if you really wanted to uh, uh, do something particularly nice for uh, a women-run women run business, women's empowerment, uh, just do a quick, a quick subscribe and rate us, and that would be huge. All right, so before I get into the topic of today's show, which is, oh my goodness, I'm so excited to talk to you about this. This is all about Easter and what it actually means. So, you know, bunnies, eggs, and the goddesses. We're going to talk about it all. Um, But before we get into that, uh, let's take our usual breaths. Where wherever you are now, just kind of consciously gather up your whole self, any kind of traces of energy or thoughts or anything that you have left out into the world, just kind of like consciously, consciously draw those threads of you all in. So you have this nice little concise, succinct package of you. Uh, You are feeling whole, you are feeling present. And if you can close your eyes, just close your eyes and we're going to breathe in through our nose and out through our mouth three times. And we're going to start just nice and light, but full lungs starting right now. Breathe in through your nose. Hold. And out through your mouth. All right, let's do that again. Breathing in as full as you can with those lungs now. Breathing in. Hold. And then out with a little sigh. (sighs) Now breathe normally for a few breaths here. Notice how your body is slowed down. Notice how your mind is even slowed down. Taking a few breaths, this is something you can do anytime, any day, to give yourself a little bit of peace, a little bit of stillness. Now for this last one we do, we're going to fill up our lungs, all the bronchioles in our lungs, as big as we can to get as much oxygen in. We're going to hold it, and then we're going to let it out with a huge sigh. Let all the stress and all the tension that you're currently feeling, we're going to let that out in the sigh. Okay. All right, are we ready? We're going to breathe in through the nose. Fill up your lungs huge. Hold. And then let that out with a big sigh. (sighs) All right. We are here. We are whole. Let's do this. Okay, now topic of today's show. Um, this I'm recording this on Holy Thursday to be released. <laughs> Holy Thursday is the day before Good Friday. It's just what we call it in my family. And uh, it's going to be released on uh, between Good Friday and uh, Easter Sunday. So it just seemed like a really good opportunity to talk about uh, and kind of just like wrap our heads around like what is this tradition? What is this this um, celebration, this holiday that um, uh, so much of the world does celebrate? And I'm going to talk at this. This is going to be from the perspective of um, my my perspective, because that's what I'm talking from, but that uh, from a world that is based in um, kind of Christianity as the norm. 
And so when Christianity is the norm, um, even if you are not a practicing Christian, if you've never stepped a foot inside a church, you're still kind of going with the flow of all of the traditions. Um, and uh, we might not think about, I certainly didn't think about, where are these traditions even come from? Uh, because, uh, you know, it's just kind of like, it's like a, a fish doesn't know it's in water, right? We're just swimming around in it. And so have you ever wondered um, uh, what bunnies, like bat rabbits and eggs, Easter eggs and all that have to do with Jesus and, you know, uh, the, the, that story of, of uh, resurrection and crucifixion and all of that? Because I remember asking uh, my parents as a kid <laughs> what, um, uh, what it had to do with it, and uh, I, I, I never got an answer. <laughs> and so it's, what's funny is... Um, uh, so just I, I, after doing my own research and, and uh, just knowing what I do know about like our ancient people before Christianity, before the Crusades and all of that, uh, I, I do know that we were, uh, and I say we as a human race, human species, we were um, an earth-worshipping um, uh, species. And of course we were, you know, um, that was kind of, we didn't have watches or calendars, but we certainly were aware of where the sun was in the sky and where the stars were in the sky and uh, what the moon was doing. And so what that allowed us to, to then kind of like see is how those ancient um, traditions and stories and celebrations and feasts have now uh, uh, translated into uh, modern day uh, kinds of ideologies, uh, particularly in the Christian dominant culture, where most, a lot of, during the, in the Christian Crusades, a lot of, um, uh, when when uh, people were taken over and invaded, um, uh, the Christianity then had to kind of like reconcile a lot of their um, uh, traditions to uh, inherit and to put them inside of um, Christian uh, doctrine. So what does uh, rabbits, bunnies, eggs uh, have to do with Jesus? Uh, short answer, not much. <laughs> So rabbits, hares, and bunnies, and eggs, they're all symbols of spring and rebirth and renewal. But specifically, they connect with a few goddesses we used to celebrate before the invasion of the patriarchy. And I'll, I'll just say again, so um, often the goddesses are kind of different embodiments of Mother Earth or different phases of Mother Earth. Uh, or sometimes the word goddess can mean Mother Earth. So kind of just kind of wrap our heads around this kind of like big idea of a goddess can be like a single entity, but it also can mean um, uh, just kind of like a, a, a spirit or a time or a feeling. Um, and in our pre-patriarchal times, yes, they existed. And yes, it's important to think about those pre-patriarchal times uh, because we need to get past this. We need to get into the post-patriarchal times. And one of the ways I argue that we can kind of think about it, like we're a fish swimming in water, right? We don't even know we're in the patriarchy. One of the ways to do it is it like, oh, okay, um, what was it like beforehand? And before uh, patriarchy, which goes hand in hand with the Christian Crusades, um, I will I will say also it, there's in, in all of the history of human spirituality, there's only been three religions that did not, that they don't have any kind of uh, female deity. And those three religions are uh, Christianity, uh, Judaism, and Islam. Of course, they're the Abrahamic three, all coming from the same kind of like patriarchal focused uh, spirituality. Um, so in these pre-patriarchal times, we had goddesses um, that were the embodiment of a lot of the things that we needed to live and the embodiment of, of uh, uh, everything from, you know, love and sex to war and justice. And I'll, I'll just start with the Germanic Yuster. 
E-O-S-T-E-R. And uh, she was the goddess of dawn and the goddess of light. And um, uh, a lot of what we have now with the Easter Bunny came comes from uh, the Germanic people who left Germany, who went to the United States and Pennsylvania area. And kind of different folklore happened because uh, there, there was actually different stories from the goddesses that um, hares, uh, some hares or bunnies were uh, actually laid eggs during a special time. There were some magical eggs. And this always makes me think of uh, the, the Cadbury Easter bunny who, who lays eggs in the ad. And I was like, oh, that's actually like an actual symbol from an actual goddess of ancient times. So, and I, I believe those things are still in our psyche, even if we don't necessarily have them in our consciousness right now. And so the symbols of Easter was, uh, and of course that's where the name comes from, was uh, bunnies, hares, and eggs. And we can totally easy, it's easy to see how, you know, uh, egg is a symbol of life and renewal. You know, it is egg laying time right now in the um, uh, in the year. Um, you know, I see birds going with um, little sticks in their mouth to make their nests for their eggs. You know, there's this beautiful, magical rebirth, um, a renewal, uh, new life kind of time. And of course, hares or rabbits, um, they're mating and giving birth now so there's and you know how plentiful they are that's why the saying is like you know doing it like rabbits uh uh it's it's this kind of really special time of life and 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 magic and and new life and it's believed that yester is connected with uh or uh, some derivative of other uh goddesses and you know these things overlap uh, just in geography and as people kind of came together and stories kind of, uh, you know, dissipated. But Easter is connected uh, with Astera, Ishtar, and Astarte, even Inanna. Um, and all of those are, goddesses are associated with life, fertility, love, beauty, sex, desire. Some goddesses that I just mentioned, um, all of whom were worshipped in um, uh, the pre-Christian, um, b- before the Christian domination, had stories of their own resurrection. In, Inyana, for example, descended into the underworld for three days. Does that sound familiar? I, I just keep going to the Apostles' Creed in my head that I was trained in for Christians where, you know, he, he, he was it? He descended for three days uh, into hell. On the third day, he rose again. And it's like, this is literal stories from so many of the goddesses uh, that, you know, Inara went down to the underworld for three days and then was brought back to the land of the living, her version of rebirth. And when we look at this time of year, it's easy to see why cultures and traditions in the Northern Hemisphere in particular would have had stories of birth and rebirth in spring, right? This, this is like, just goes hand in hand of, of us explaining to ourselves, to our children, like what is going on in the world. Um, and, and taking pause to celebrate and appreciate this, this period of birth and rebirth. And we know that the story of Jesus dying and coming back to life is one of many, many, many stories from uh, before the Common Era. It's just a different name is inserted. Uh, we also know that uh, during the Christian Crusades, as I mentioned, many cultures co-opted and redefined uh, these stories to term to fit the Christian doctrine. Uh, but, you know, you don't have to look very far to see that the story of Jesus is in other places. Uh, you know, just off the top of my head, uh, the Egyptian uh, god Horus, who had many names the same as Jesus, you know, Lamb of Light, Son of God, etc. He died and was resurrected. This is way before um, uh, the story of Jesus was to have uh, occurred. And uh, there are even stories of goddesses like Astarte uh, and uh, Ishtar. They were, the part of their story is literally being crucified on a stake <laughs> only to come back again. 
And so when you start to see like these commonalities of the death and the resurrection and everything that goes with it, um, you're like, whoa, you know, this is a story that's way bigger than any one religion. And it's way bigger than, um, um, you know, it's there's no one story. There's no one truth. But I love looking at the commonalities. Right. Another commonality is if we want to look at the Judeo traditions, Passover. What is Passover? Passover is the spring celebration feast. This is still celebrated widely in uh, Jewish traditions. Um, And of course, it was the Passover feast that became the infamous quote-unquote last supper uh, in the narrative and folklore around Jesus and his resurrection story. And even if you want to look at, uh, at the same time, um, uh, Muslims celebrate the birthday of uh, Muhammad al-Mahandi, believed to be the ultimate savior of the human race, right? So there's all these narratives coming together. And I think often we feel like there's just like this one story if we just haven't been exposed to it. So it's really exciting and really beautiful to see the commonness of cultures all around the world to celebrate this return of spring the rebirth of the earth the goddess which is will ensure our very survival you can imagine you know before there was grocery stores and refrigerators and electricity uh, we literally you know it would be that that kind of sigh of relief when spring was here so that was like okay now we start planting and uh, there's a lot of cultures in the world that do uh, seed blessings to create this kind of like celebration um, and when I, when I went on my goddess pilgrimage in Crete uh, in a lot of the ancient Minoan uh, sites and this was you know uh, 2500 BC they would have these giant um, stone plates with little very very clear divots put out uh, in circles around them and what we now believe that to be is they put seeds in those divots and then bless them with libations and that was part of their uh, spring uh, celebrations and spring rituals so this is very very common uh, across the world to celebrate spring and if you need more info on the connection uh, of the modern day folklore and traditions of Easter and our ancient earth worshiping roots ask yourself why does Easter's date change every year (laughs) Do you know? Because I actually had to look this up. I, I knew it, but I forgot it. I had to look it up again. Easter, this is how they, this is how like the church figures out Easter, okay? Easter is the first Sunday after the full moon after the equinox. I'm not kidding. That's no joke. That's how they date Easter. Uh, the date of Easter is determined. It's the first Sunday after the full moon after the equinox. So, I mean, what does that say? But, um, you know, the connection of like this sacred earth day and this, this kind of communal rebirth. And, you know, we think about uh, a lot of uh, Christianity and organized religion is, is it has ended up being kind of, um, you know, not, not having that connection to earth and definitely not having the connection to the moon. Oh my God, don't talk about the moon. That's blasphemy. It's like, actually, well, (laughs) it's how we determine uh, how it is determined in, you know, our, our, our schedules and everything all about Easter. So why am I telling you all this? Well, I wanted to kind of drop these truth bombs and so that we could kind of get some different threads of consciousness and weave it into the tapestry of our of our consciousness. You could weave it into the tapestry of your understanding of where all of these things come from. I, I, I would love for, you know, um, uh, I certainly will be telling and have been telling uh, my little girl, uh, you know, there's the story of um, Jesus and the cross. I mean, I don't particularly tell that, but she lives in this world and that kind of percolates through. But I will, I also tell her the story of, you know, like uh, I, I, the Easter bunny uh, works with the goddess Astera. <laughs> That I've been talking to her about because you know what what's the other scenario that the Easter Bunny works with 
Jesus and God. I, I like it, it's a it's a very personal thing, but. What I would love to do is I want to help open your mind and your heart to the beauty and the commonalities of cross our cultures, all who celebrate and rejoice in spring renewal and rebirth. Spring is the time of renewal. It is when new things are possible. And I want to empower you to be curious about where our traditions come from. And I want to encourage you to make your own traditions and your own rituals and your own meaningful acts. In some cultures, the uh, sacred activity, uh, this is, I'm thinking of the, the, the Celts at this time. So uh, at this time, of the year, the kind of like the spring, uh, Easter kind of time of rebirth and renewal. One of the sacred activities to the Celts is to simply walk in nature with no other intention but to bear witness to the magic of nature and the magic of earth and just the the uh, the renewal itself. You know, to to walk mindfully. Um, and look at the magic of the new buds on the trees and the new sprouts growing up and to smell the earth and just to kind of be connected to the earth in that way as she is thawing out and awakening to another season of fertility and growth and um, nourishment. And it's really cool, you know. I think that um, I, I said this to a, a client last week. Um, when I do a, a goals for for people for my three month clients, um, well, I'll also do like always do hard and soft goals because the soft goals, you know, they're often like more time with family, more time outside that actually do fuel you for your for your kind of like focused professional goals. And uh, I have at every single one of my clients, every single one of my three month clients, one of their um, uh, soft goals has been to get more time in nature. And why is that? Why is it we're all so hungry to go back to that nature? Well, you know, it's only a couple generations that we've even been separated in such a way. Um, and there's something so beautiful and so affirming and so nourishing and restorative of going out in nature. There's huge value in, in putting all of this, everything that I've mentioned, you know, from from uh, Oster to Ishtar to Astarte to, you know, the Judeo uh, Passover to uh, the Islamic uh, Muhammad's birthday uh, to, uh, you know, what the Celts do. There, there's this gorgeousness to what the Minoans do. There's a huge value of putting all we take for granted as just kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, it's Easter. Especially if you're a parent, you're like, all right, all right, oh my God, another thing I gotta do. I gotta get the eggs, gotta, and oh my goodness, they're gonna be hot dog on chocolate. <laughs> but there's huge value in putting uh, those things we take for granted into context, into zooming out, and that these stories we were told as children and continue to be told as adults are not the only stories out there. And there's something so beautiful and inspiring and, and just kind of connected to think about in this zoom out kind of way where these traditions come from and to celebrate and appreciate in your own way. And this is, in, in no small part, this is you connecting to your ancient woman roots. This is you connecting to the soul that, that you know, that this kind of like lineage of women that we often were leading a lot of these uh, rituals and, and traditions because uh, women were known to be so connected to the earth. So that's why I'm talking to you about this in uh, such a kind of excited kind of uh, maybe that was a lot of information for a short period of time because I want you to celebrate and appreciate spring and birth and renewal and know that even inside you 
Of course, there is spring and rebirth and renewal. And this is the season to reinvent yourself. This is the season uh, to, to take action towards what you want. This is the season to uh, be hopeful and optimistic and full of, of um good thoughts and nourishing and to take care of yourself and uh, just to plant those seeds because this is the season where you plant the seeds and then when uh, spring kicks in fully it hasn't kicked in fully here in Newfoundland and then summer uh, then we're starting to reap the benefits of a lot of those seeds so go have fun put your own spin on it Uh, it's well within your rights to do so it is your birthright to decide uh, how you want to celebrate and appreciate the different kinds of things that happen throughout the year and this is one of the really beautiful times uh the world over that we have been celebrating it always it hasn't always been uh celebrating it you know the first sunday after the full moon after the equinox it hasn't always been that but it certainly has been a multiple day ceremony multiple day ritual uh where we celebrated birth renewal and my golly we are gonna survive so you go and you take it and you make it your own because you can gosh darn it and because when you do you are tapping into your ancient woman powerful self And now for our featured song. Um, this is one of my favorites. It's by Kelliana. Uh, it's called I Walk with the Goddess. Kelliana is an American singer and songwriter, internationally renowned for her powerful performance of song, inspired by myth, magic, and sacred places in ancient times. But this song in particular meant a lot to me because when I was down and out and in a very dark place, when I had the rug ripped from my feet, I put this song on one of the first times I heard it. And uh, put in my headphones, I walked to a coffee shop and I sat down and I kind of wrote, started up the proposal for Strong Women Co., my company. So this is a, a song that means a lot. It's uh, You can hear in the words, the goddess can mean Mother Earth, the goddess can mean the creator universe. But either way, it's a reminder that you are part of Earth, you are part of the goddess, you are part of your creator, and you walk alongside. You are a powerful woman, you are a goddess, uh, and I'll let Kelliana take it from here. Happy Easter, everybody.
Dance with me.